welcome to Definitely Not Funny. Actually, the least funny person I know. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Definitely Not Funny. I am your host, Jackie Norris, and today we are talking about sex. Yep, good, good old classic fornicating. That is the topic of this day's episode. I've wanted to kind of veer away from this because I just didn't want to be like the sex podcast has already been done and it's already been done really well. So I don't I didn't feel like I needed to do that. Whatever. I didn't need to kind of dip my toe in there. I could just sort of stay out of it. But you know what? I feel like it's relevant. I feel like there needs to be a few more perspectives on it. Um and I am a huge advocate for safe sex. I like safe sex and non-judgmental sex. So kind of safe sex, both physically and emotionally. And I, as some of you may know, I famously taught sex ed while I was in college to middle school girls. So, and put a condom on a banana in front of all of them while they made fun of me and put me on their Snapchat stories. And <laughs> I just think it's a topic worth discussing um I also want to give a disclaimer a lot of this is going it's going to feel very heteronormative and it's like kind of talking about heterosexual sexual relations just because that's what I've had experience with but I'm sure plenty of it is transferable to non-heterosexual relationships so if you are my father or anyone that would fall in the category of this would be uncomfortable for you to listen to and really fucking awkward and please don't listen to it that's just rude and would be really upsetting to me so dad I know you're still on please turn it off enough okay anyways if you're in that group this is your time to stop listening this is your time to turn off the episode this is your time maybe go listen to a past episode or maybe just even listen to an episode on a different podcast because then this one's not for you. All right. Now that they're gone and I'm going to assume that they are gone so I can feel comfortable discussing openly with you guys, my my listeners, if you will, um, we're talking about sex. So first thing I wanted to talk about, and I kind of just have like sporadic thoughts regarding I'm not I'm and I'm not going to give you like sex tips so if you think you're going to learn how to give the best blowjob ever I'm not going to tell you how to do that that's my secret but if you want to know kind of like whatever how to ask someone to use a condom things like that like that's what we're going to get into so I just kind of spit out some thoughts on a piece of paper this is pretty pretty sporadic pretty all over the place but we're just going to go into it so first thing I want to talk about is condom usage I love condoms. I think condoms are fucking amazing. They're so great. They make you so not anxious about getting pregnant or getting an STD or anything. Like, and if you do get an STD or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, well, I tried my best. I use a condom. And I just don't see why you wouldn't use one. Okay, maybe it feels better for the guy. I'm sorry. I'm not here to please you. So put that fucking thing on also all of a sudden um in a lot of states a bunch of us a bunch of us ladies are not given the right to choose so we should definitely enforce a condom okay you're gonna have to wear a condom because we don't have the right to choose so why don't you why don't you go vote before 
you tell us you're not going to wear a condom. Anyways, that's kind of my thought process on it. I know some girls are like, oh, I hate them or they're so annoying, whatever. Like guys don't even like it and it's not as fun. And I don't think that's true at all. I think it's just as fun. I don't like I, I really don't see the difference, but whatever to each their own. So always use condoms. And also like, here's another thing I've noticed is like, like kind of stick, stick to your guns on condoms. That is not an absurd ask. I have had guys look at me being like, that is the most like, I can't believe you're asking me that. And I remember like the worst was like in college when they would be like older and they'd sort of look at you like, ugh, really? Like, do you really want like, yeah, I really want one. That is not an absurd ask. That's a normal ask. And the fact that you are like groaning and complaining about it makes me want one even more because that means that with other girls, you have not been using condoms. And that is scary to me and makes me realize, oh my God, you really need to wear one. The only guy in college that I was like casually hooking up with where I was like, gosh, I wish we just didn't have to use condoms was this one guy who insisted that every single time we used a condom because then I was like, since he's insisting that we must, that means he insists with every girl. That means he's totally clean. So it's just funny, the like kind of reverse psychology behind that. But don't make it an option. It's not like a nice to have. It's like a, we're using a condom or we're not having sex. So like there was this guy who I was actually really good friends. I'm still good friends with him um, in college that I hooked up with. And I remember we were like back in his, I was going to say his apartment, but it wasn't his apartment. It was his frat house in his bunked bed. Anyways, we were hooking up and we were like about to have sex. And I was like, oh, do you have a condom? And he's like, I don't like, "Mm, sorry. And then usually I always bring one just because just, just have it. Why would you not have one in your purse? You know, why would it, maybe your friend needs one. Like I've given them to friends before. You just, just always have one. Okay. But in this case, I didn't have one with me. And he's like, I don't have one. And I was like, oh, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, like, I really don't think I do at all. And I'm like, okay, well, then I guess we're not going to have sex. And he was like, wait, what? Like, I'm clean. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to have sex with you without a condom. So we're not going to have sex then. And lo and behold, I don't know, maybe a minute, not even a minute later, 45 seconds later, he goes, you know, I think I might have a condom. I think I might have one opens his nightstand has like six condoms in there okay kid knew he had a condom he knew they were there he didn't want to use one but since it became like a oh shit either I have sex with a condom or I don't have sex with all or don't have sex at all he realized like you know what I'm gonna use the condom I'm fine I'm fine using the condom if it means I get to have sex so that was like just so indicative of like oh my God, boys are so fucking useless. And and the fact that he was so like against using one, was even willing to lie about it, is also makes me want him to use one more because I'm like, you're doing that with other girls then, which means you're so much higher risk. So that's a, that's a tip to know. Okay, and then I, in terms of like STIs and stuff like that and how for it to like not be awkward, you, one thing I wanna, oh, one thing I also wanna make clear, that, okay, I'm calling them STIs because they're now called STIs. In my mind, they're called STDs because that's just how I like learned what they were. So I might say STDs and slip it up, but it's supposed to be an STI, which is a sexually transmitted infection and not a sexually transmitted disease because they're not diseases, they're infections that you can get treated. So there was no reason for us to be really dramatic about it when they were first labeled. But what I do 
Oh, and one thing you need to know, you can get STIs from oral sex. I have a lot of friends who don't. And also, disclaimer here, one thing I want to say, okay, and why I think it's useful for me to talk about this, not just that I taught sex ed to middle schoolers, which is enough qualification, but <laughs> I have been one to gan take a gander in casual sex, just to say, and I have never had an ST STI ever. And I'm very diligent about it. And so I do think that some of these methods are pretty, pretty fucking foolproof. So it's worth your time. And I have friends who've had so many, who've had like so many STIs, so many, not so many like all at once, but like have gotten chlamydia like four times or something. Okay. But I'm, I'm fucking diligent. I've never gotten it. So I think a lot of these work, but you can get them from oral sex and people don't know that. So know that you can get one from oral sex. What I, I am not saying that you need to use a condom um, when you have oral sex. Okay. I will tell a story right now that I never thought I'd share. Maybe I won't share this. Actually, I will share this because it's kind of funny. I was so scared of STIs when I was like in high school that when I gave my high school boyfriend his like my first blowjob I'd ever given, I made him wear a condom. Uh, needless to say, it sucked. It was like <laughs> sucked literally, haha, but also like it was so bad, so I don't want to talk about it. But you know what? It's humbling. We all come from humble beginnings, okay? And that's that's where it started out. No, I don't think you need to use a condom for oral sex. I think at that point, like, if you get an STI from oral sex, you get an STI from oral sex and you accept it. But here's here's the taker. Here's what I do. I always say, like, right before I'm about to go down on a guy, I go, you're clean, right? And just kind of say that as like a question. Like, I'm not saying like, when's the last time you've had sex? Who did you have sex with? Could you have an STD? Have you been tested? Whatever. I don't, maybe that is what I should say, but that feels uncomfortable and like forced and just like a lot and kind of ruins the mood. But just saying like, you're clean, right? I think doesn't really ruin the mood and holds, but creates some level of accountability because now they've been asked and so now since they've been asked if there's any chance they have one they would ideally like feel a little bit of a conscious have a little bit of a conscious and feel like they should tell you just because now you've asked and they don't want to be a liar so like for example think about it from like this scenario let's say two months ago you hooked up with someone and they just texted you like two months ago, whatever, you hooked up with someone and haven't hooked up with them since. And they just texted you saying they tested positive for chlamydia. Chances are they probably got it from someone else after you guys hooked up and it's likely you don't have it. And today is Saturday and they told you on Friday and you got an appointment to get tested on Tuesday, like just to be safe. But like you really probably don't have it. They probably got it the week prior from someone else. A month and a half after they had last seen you so you're pretty much in the clear but it's good to get tested on Tuesday anyways so now it's Saturday night and you're hooking up with someone new and you're trying to decide whether or not you tell them that there's like a five percent chance you have chlamydia you really don't want to make it awkward you really like there's a 95 percent chance you do not have chlamydia so you're kind of like 
do I really need to tell them? It's a random person, whatever. And they don't really say anything. So you just sort of let them go down on you and you make sure to use a condom during sex. But you're like, all right, fingers crossed. But if right before they went down on you, they looked at you and they said, you're clean, right? And like, you're not a shit person. That would motivate you to explain the situation to them and let them make the judgment call on what you wanted, what they want to do. Because at that point now they're asking you point blank and you kind of need to be a little bit honest with them but if they don't ask you you can kind of justify like oh but like I probably don't have it anyways because that was from a while ago and it's not like I've tested positive for something so like I don't need to say you know does that make sense like does that make sense why at those three words you're clean right like actually could make a difference in whether or not someone's going to tell you like for example this happened this happened to one of my friends and where like the guy she had hooked up with a month and a half prior texted her saying he got tested positive for chlamydia and she should get tested but again they had hooked up a month and a half ago and he'd seen other girls since then and she was hooking up with she like met this new guy and like knew him and they had gone on a few dates whatever and he was from out of town and so she like they had their one chance to hook up and she told this guy the new guy she's like you know what there's a chance I have chlamydia and he was like so obsessed with her he's like okay well if it's only like a five percent chance I'll risk it and then she was like okay sweet now she can't feel bad if he gets it because she made it very clear to him and spoiler alert neither of them ended up getting it oh cute romance and then they broke up anyway <laughs> but I'm sorry if you're listening you know who you are and I'm fucking obsessed with you and to be honest I'm happy you broke up because I have a crush on you okay so <laughs> anyway <laughs> I'm sorry this I shouldn't be whatever okay well I haven't identified her so no one knows who it is okay and then I also say that like if you do test positive at some point and whatever tell anyone you think you might have given it to even if you used a condom so like even if you use a condom with someone and you think maybe I've had this for I could have I could have had this for two months and it could have been dormant and I just didn't know like tell them shoot them a text saying they should get tested don't be weird about it just be like hey so like so sorry I whatever I've gotten those texts before and it's like it's very it's a very respectful thing to do what's super not respectful is one of my friends she had hooked up with this guy (laughs) so bad and he like a month later made a group chat with her and like six other numbers that she didn't have and he texted all of them and was like hey I just tested positive for chlamydia like wanted to let you guys know um you should go get tested and then he left the group chat (laughs) honestly so fucking funny but literally the worst way to do it and a very surefire way to ensure that you will never get laid by any of these people again (laughs) so fucking bad okay so that's sort of my those are my little hot takes on condom usage and stis and like practicing safe sex safe sex you know do it all the kids are doing it now condoms are cool (laughs) yeah condoms get such a bad rap not really sure why but whatever. Another sex thing. This one's quick. Don't give hickeys. Don't do it. Um, I got one this weekend. I'm really not happy about it. Very rude. We're not 13 years old. 
And I remember the guy was like kissing my neck and I was like, don't give me a hickey. And he's like, I'm not going to give you a hickey. And then lo and behold, I go to the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, sick. I have a hickey and tomorrow I'm going into the office and my hickey is coming with me. And yes, I've covered it up with concealer. No, it does not cover it all the way. So that's fucking embarrassing. Like I'm about to be 25 years old walking around with a hickey. Disgusting. Literally disgusting. I wouldn't talk to me like ew anyways <laughs> okay okay this one I think is important for like emotionally safe sex if you will I say always listen to your gut and make sure to stop if you're not 100% into it like I used to feel when I was like I used to when I was younger I used to be really bad at this especially like in college because I'm a huge people pleaser and I'd feel awkward and if I wasn't like 100% into it I'd be sort of like eh, okay like this is fine, but let's just sort of wrap it up and get on with the day or whatever. And I want to clarify that for like this example that I'm giving, like this kind of tip, it's never, it was never like a bad or like pressuring or non-consensual type of situation. It was just like, I'd be hooking up with someone and then realize I was actually really tired and I just wanted to go to bed. And, but like, I'd be like, well, I'm already hooking up. So instead of stopping, I'd like keep, I'd like go another three to five minutes. Does that make sense? But it wasn't like, oh no, like I don't want to do this. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. It was more like a, uh, I'm bored. Or like this isn't very fun or this isn't really serving me or I'm really tired. Like I always felt like, you know what? Like I've, since I've started, I kind of have to finish and whatever I can get over being tired which is like so fucked saying it out loud, but I don't think that that's like an abnormal thing for girls in particular to feel is to feel because especially because like you get like I've had guys been like, well, now I have blue balls like you like, like you're going to really blue ball me like that. Yeah, you bet you I am bet your bottom dollar. I fucking am going to blue ball you like that. I've always like I've become much more comfortable with that. I remember there's this guy. Um probably a couple months ago and he's older he was like 30 or something and he and I knew he's kind of like a player whatever and he wanted to come over and I was like I'll hook up with you but like we're not having sex and like I'm not going to like do any like I'm not going to give you head or anything but you can come over and watch a movie if you want and he's like yes I want to see you I want to see you so we came over we literally dry humped for like 20 minutes okay it was great it was fantastic he would very much understood that nothing more was happening and was very fine, well aware that he was going to get blue balled and went home. And <laughs> that was, that was great. That was perfect. Got a little, a little makeout in, a little couch makeout. Loved it. All I wanted. So like that, you can do that. You don't have to like, you can blue ball a guy. They're fine. They're going to live. And you're not a bitch for doing that. You're a completely normal, respectable human being. But if you don't blue ball them, you're also a normal, respectable human being. And I'm going to get into that in a bit. But basically, since graduating college, I realized I could just tap out whenever I felt like it. And sometimes it's, I mean, sometimes it's definitely annoying. And I'm sure the guy takes it personally because I've done it at <laughs> really inopportune times but it's very empowering to do it because like okay so for example let's say like 
there was this guy I was hooking up with and been on a few dates with him. We'd hooked up a couple times now and we were literally hooking up and I was like giving him head and about a minute in, I just like sat up and I was like, I'm just really not feeling it right now. I don't really want to do this. And that was it. Like the what's annoying and things like that. I've actually done that twice. The one like annoying thing, which isn't like that annoying, is the guy gets really concerned about you. Like they're like, is everything okay? Are you okay? Like, oh my God, don't worry about it. I'm so sorry. I hope you're feeling okay. Like I didn't want to make you uncomfortable or whatever. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't make me uncomfortable. You're good. I'm good. Like I just <laughs> like... I always say like my stomach really I just like usually it's because I'm like bored but or like I'm just not that into the guy or whatever I'll say like my stomach really hurts or like I just have a bad headache and I'm not feeling well or something like that like I'll blame it on like a physical symptom um keep in mind that if you do do this they're not going to reach out to you again you're going to have to like make the if you want to see them again you're going to have to make the effort to see them again but I think if you're getting bored hooking up with them, do you really want to see them again? I don't know. So we don't really we don't really have time to waste on people we only sort of like. So I I would say no, but I'd say like do not by any means feel obligated to like do like if someone if you go home with someone like, oh, well, now we went home together. So now I have to make them come like, nope, no, you don't. Most definitely not. They are so lucky that they get to even hold your hand. Okay. So don't like, and that was something I didn't feel confident in. And it's such a like confidence booster kind of power trip when you do, honestly. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. And then lastly, I want to talk about like this idea of having sex with people you've just met or like, are just gone on a first date with, or don't know that well, or are like, you're on a trip and you're never going to see them again and you met them out at some bar, whatever. Like, okay, one, you have to be safe. You need to be, you definitely need to be safe. Like if you meet a stranger like on vacation, I would say like make sure one of your friends comes back to the hotel or like they know where you are or you like be safe or find some sort of like find them I I like to find them online to like have some sort of accountability does that make sense and be like okay if this person like really fucks me over like I've I could fuck them back over you know what I mean and like my friends could find them whatever like this is there is some risk in it but it's not a huge risk but once you get past that like kind of actual like physical safety part of it and like not getting kidnapped I don't think there's anything wrong with having sex with strangers. I think I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why I don't place that much value on sex. Like I just think it's a fun activity that you need another person for similar to like playing tennis. Like it's really fun for two people to play tennis together. It's it's really fun for two people to have sex together. It's a two person activity. I mean, I could also be a three or four or whatever, however many person activity you want to make it, but you need at least another person for it. So, and it's a fun activity you do with another person. Like why, why does it have to be this huge big deal? And I've definitely gone through phases where sometimes I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. If I'm, I feel like it, I feel like it. But now I'm like kind of in a phase where I'm like, I, unless I really like someone, I'm not in the mood, you know, like 
which is funny to me because that used to not be the case for me. I was just sort of like, okay, look, I don't care who I'm playing tennis with. Tennis is tennis. But now I'm more like, you know what? Like, unless I really like you, tennis isn't that fun. So I'm not going to play tennis with you unless I really like you. But yeah, it's just like, so a lot of times you don't want to with a stranger because it's less exciting. You're less interested in them, whatever. You don't feel comfortable. But like, if you want to, don't think like, oh, people say you shouldn't hook up on the first date or like people say like I've hooked up with guys on the first date. I've gotten a second date after that. Like whatever. I, I wanted to. What? Like what's if you want to, if you want to do it, there's literally no reason not to. I think body count is a stupid concept. I don't, that would, that would be like asking someone like how many people have you played tennis with in your life? What? And then like basing their value off of how many people they've played tennis with. If anything, the more people they've played tennis with, the better because they'd probably be better at tennis, i.e. Serena Williams has played a lot more people in tennis than I have. She's 100% a lot better at tennis than me. Okay, so take that analogy metaphor and do with it what you will. (laughs) But I don't see I like it's like absurd to me that one people are interested in body count and two that like people attach value to body count it's just that's just beyond me like why would body count matter but not the number of first dates you've ever been on matter you know like what (laughs) bizarre so please don't like stress like I remember I used to think like oh well if I have to hook up with this person they're gonna have to add them to my body count what what does that mean no I want to hook up with this person I'm gonna hook up with them whatever Like, I don't keep a running list of all the people I've had dinner with. No. Why would I do that for sex? Like, what? Granted, like, yes, keep track of who you've had sex with recently for STD purposes. But no, you don't need to, like, have your body count from when you first lost your virginity to whatever age you are now. Like, add it up. And the higher that number gets, the lower your value goes. Like, give me a fucking break. That's ridiculous. And yeah, that's kind of like, those are kind of my main, my main things that have come to mind when just thinking about, thinking about sex lately, thinking about all that good stuff. Maybe I'm thinking about it because I'm not having it. Who knows? <laughs> but whatever, like, and then yeah so okay this is what's so funny to me at least for women I don't know what it is for dudes but like for girls if you're like having a lot of sex you get like it's kind of like you're having a lot of sex with a lot of people like you need to slow it down that's ridiculous but then like if you haven't had sex for a while it's like ooh, that sucks you're in like a dry spell you like haven't had sex like "Mm, that's kind of awkward whatever like okay so I so I can't win unless I have a boyfriend no but if you have a boyfriend you're boring because you're not like going out and being fun so like you you cannot win so do what you want do whatever you feel like do what makes you feel confident and sexy and excited and is fun for you and if it's not stop it you have no like you have no obligation to anyone you have no obligation to have sex with them you have no obligation not to have sex with them like Well, obviously, you have an obligation to not have sex with them if they do not want to. It has to be consensual. But 
if they want to like there's no rule that says like you can't have sex with them or you're gonna be a slut like that <laughs> that just doesn't exist that's just not real we're not wearing like chastity belts that have to be unlocked on our wedding day like that's absurd get your reps in okay that's all that's all I have to say to that 10,000 hours is what Malcolm Gladwell says okay so take with that what you will all right um I think that's good (laughs) on that note I hope I didn't overshare We'll see how I feel listening to this back, but I think this is going to be a fun episode. I think you guys are going to like it. I did another solo episode this week just because, one, my interview got canceled. Two, I also... (laughs) I'm, like, really fucking with the solo episodes. I've been listening to It's Me Tink's podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go binge it from the beginning. Like, she has so many fucking episodes, but it's worth listening to every single one. I think she's amazing if you like this podcast you'll probably like her podcast that's what I'll say but hers is very much more like female oriented I like to think mine's a little more gender neutral I'm not sure so if you're like one of my straight men listeners you probably are not gonna like Tinks's podcast and you shouldn't listen to it but if you're like a 22 year old girl you're going to lose your mind on Tinks's podcast so go listen to it but anyways she does like all solo episodes except for like a couple where she has a friend on and I'm like, that sounds so fun. I want to keep doing more solo episodes. I want to do a solo episode about that. I'm like, wait, Jackie, you have a podcast. You could do a solo episode about it. I also like that these are, they're a little shorter. They're a little sweeter, you know, just a thing. But we're going to have a fun interview next week, unless it gets canceled again. And if it gets canceled, I'm going to f- mix up a nice, good, juicy solo episode for you guys. Why? Because I fucking love them. And I think it's fun. So I love you guys. If you liked this please share it with a friend I mean I could tell you to like rate and subscribe and whatever do that I mean I think that's good but honestly like I think sharing it with a friend is a gift that keeps on giving because one it's a gift for me because you're sharing my podcast two it's a gift for your friend because now they just got a podcast sent to them and three it's a gift for you because now you can chat about it with your friend and be like oh like this is interesting you know does that make sense okay I I'm obsessed with you guys. I think you're really special. And I'm getting really excited. I know I've, I think I've said this a couple times, but like this is a shout out to the people who follow me who don't know me personally. I fucking love you. And like literally I'm so beyond grateful for you. So thank you. You know who you are. And keep listening and let me know what you want me to talk about okay dm me please do not feel nervous to dm me i'm terrible at responding and that's a personal problem but don't take it personally please dm me let me know be like jackie can you talk about this i'm curious what your opinion is on it sure i don't know if i'll have a good opinion or not but i'll have an opinion that i can pretty much guarantee so love you guys and have a fantastic rest of your week i will see you next tuesday you laugh? I didn't.